Thanks for downloading the Expert Market Focus podcast. This series features interviews between our CEO and Entrepreneur of the Year, Titus Sharp, and other successful business leaders. To read more about these stories and find other useful videos, articles, and research about running a fast growth business, visit our website, expertmarket.com forward slash focus. Well, thanks very much for, um, for uh, taking time out and uh, speaking to us. Um, I guess the first question I've got is, where did the original idea for the company come from? Um, well, yeah, I, I was working uh, for an e-commerce business back in 2005, and I was lucky enough to have exposure to um, their marketing, I had a very strong commercial education there, um, and uh, I, I learned a lot about search engine marketing, and I met a lot of people who were also running their own businesses, and so um, because it was a small business, I learned about, I learned about all the different disciplines, and that, at, at that point, it, it felt like there weren't any barriers, and so the inspiration was I wanted to build a company where people would enjoy coming to work, it would be a really positive environment, would make decisions quickly, and and we'd build really cool things that would help our customers, but it would also be enjoyable for people to work on. And that was the original inspiration. Um, we didn't necessarily, broadband was a great place to start because it had, broadband comparison had really low barriers to entry, but it was it was less about necessarily changing the way that customers built their broadband. It was more about building um, a really positive culture for the business and then positive cultures, helping build great products and strong market shares and, you know, the, the kind of the commercial and financial outputs. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um, and uh, you know, what, tell, tell us a bit about the journey to get from uh, obviously founding to where you are now. What was your sort of, what, what's been your sort of biggest struggle, and what's been your biggest high thus far? Um, right, I'm that's, a, that's a really good question. So I mean, I think that um, in terms of so, sorry, could you just run those two bits by me again? Yeah, so, so, you know, yeah. you know you're on this, this amazing journey of, uh, you know, broadband choices and, and your wider business. Um, yeah. You know, from, from founding to, to, to where you are now, what's been your biggest struggle and what's been your biggest heart, you know, what's been the best moment in that, in that trajectory? Um, I, I think, um, uh, I think that uh, ensuring that you can, I think there's always a challenge to uh, building um, the right culture and then making that work with your strategy um, is, is where I spend most of my time and it's, it's one of the areas that um, we've always worked on from day one all the way through to, what, to where we are now and, uh, uh, and obviously um, in the 11 years um, since we launched the business has had to deal with all sorts of change from obviously algorithm updates to the changing shape of our clients and their needs and, and of UK consumers. And so um, ensuring that your business can handle change and can handle um, the demands of the market and making and culture is also something which um, takes a long while to get right, but also your culture needs to be able to cope with change. I think that's always, that's always very, very challenging and that's something that we're always working on. And, we have a really positive and strong culture within the business, but it's always a challenge to, to get that right. I think um, in, in terms of um, 
in terms of I suppose the, the biggest high. Um, I think uh, uh, this year has has had some really positive and you know big moments for us. So just completed the acquisition of SalmonMobile.com. Um, we've also built some great tech this year, and we built and um, we've also won some big bits of business and. You know, you can't beat those moments where, you know, you sign on the dotted line and, and often when projects have taken a very long while to conceive and to execute, that's always really exciting because, you know, there's lots of people involved in those in those projects and it, seeing talented people um, bring things together and, and achieve something, that, that's always where the highs are within this business and for me. Fantastic. That sounds very exciting. Very exciting year. Um, and, and prior to starting your own business, was it? Was, you mentioned sort of your previous experience. Was it during that time that you actually decided you want to, you know, do something yourself, or do you think you had inklings before then? No, I think I think it's always. Um, I, I I don't think I had the. I don't think I was a, um, a, a sort of a, a born entrepreneur. I think um, I'm the. I don't know if we really call it the accidental entrepreneur where um, I found myself at the, the right moment um, with the right set of circumstances and the right inspiration. Um, so, uh, but, but when that moment came, um, I seized it with my co-founders and you know, we, we really embraced both that and, and we've built something um, very special. Um, but I, I think you kind of fall into... I mean, obviously, there, there are obviously all the stories of, you know, of lionized guys who've, you know, who've built businesses in their garages. Um, I think it's a lot easier to build a business in, in the, since the millennium than it was prior to that. And I think the, sort of the um, entrepreneurship has become sort of come to mean something different to what I understood it to mean uh, when I was growing up. But it, it's still it's it's great that now that you, you might not necessarily have been kind of born an entrepreneur, but you can still become. But now it's much easier to to start your own business than it was. Definitely, and I do think it's a bit more celebrated somehow, or other. From, you know, it's a bit more sort of, you know, I think the sort of culture of you know seeing sort of you know the American startups doing so well and seeing some big British startups doing so well. I think it's kind of more you know is a more celebrated sort of route. I think. Um, and I think that um, I think that it, I think that increasingly we will see um, what will be good for Britain is we've got some really bright people in our country, and, and hopefully those our, our brightest and best will perhaps spend less time going into well-trodden paths like banking and law, and perhaps will spend more time building and creating things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, tell, me, tell me about, you know, was there a point in your sort of, you know, your business where there was an inflection point where you sort of suddenly felt, you know, there was this, you know, coming together of forces and suddenly this huge boost in productivity or growth? Did you ever have a major inflection point or was it lots of small changes along the way? I think we've had, um, sometimes you don't realise the inflection points happen until you reflect on it. Yeah. So I, I can think of um, very special employees we've had, particularly in the early days, where um, where they've worked on projects or they've managed to move a KPI, which I just didn't think it was possible to move. And there, there's certainly some some people who um, I really cherish for the contributions they've made over yeah. the years. And 
Um, and, and they're the ones where you kind of look back on it. Obviously, securing our investment from the Business Growth Fund was a massive moment for us in, in 2012, and it completely changed the, the philosophy and the um, attitude to risk within the business uh, in a really positive way and gave us the confidence to go and try things and, and has given us the strong strategic footing that we have now. Yeah. Um, so, so that's a big moment. But I would say really over the past um, over the past two years, I think the biggest moment, the, big, the biggest, biggest inflection for us has been the investment in technology and building a really, really strong technology team and the impact that can have in terms of your ability to um, open up new opportunities, new markets, new partnerships, mm-hmm. um, new strategies, and so yeah, technology has been a big one for us most recently. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, on a more personal note, you know, you know, obviously, you know, I find it being I find being a CEO sometimes fine, and other times very stressful. Uh, and I sometimes when I'm stressed, I don't sleep very well. Do you do you sleep well at night? <laughs> so, so you know, if, tell us about if, if you if you do sleep well, then that's great, fantastic. I, yeah, I, I, you're very blessed. And if you don't, then uh, can you explain why? Yeah, I, I think the two big sacrifices you you make in the roles in in, in our kind of roles are um, so for me certainly sleep, and you know, I, uh, it's not and, and running this business has not always been plain sailing and. And you agonise on every single decision, and often sometimes you have to make really difficult and tough decisions, um, which are the right thing for your clients, your consumers, and and your staff. And, and certainly, um, you know, I wish my sleep was as better was um, was better than it can be. But it's um, it's also a question of learning to balance um, the demands of the role, and also knowing how to partition things and. You know, obviously having family helps, but I suppose you also do make sacrifices. I wish I saw my children more than I did. I make a really big effort at the weekends and to support my children through their education. And but it obviously, you know, the the, the role doesn't lend itself to leaving the office at half past five. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you got any advice for sort of budding entrepreneurs in terms of you know, you know, if you were you know. There's a couple of things I have around HR. My big regret is not hiring uh, a recruiter earlier in my in my business, you know, in MVS uh, time timeline. Um, uh, is there any sort of like you know sort of profound bit of advice, you know, sort of you know a learning or a regret that you, you know, looking back on your business, you really would love to have? Um, never ever compromise on um, hiring the best and the most talented people because people with the right level of energy and the right um, with who've got big ideas and, and can get things done um, you know one, one of those people um, will be worth um, five people who don't have those attributes yeah and and, it, and it, it, it's when when you're going through the recruitment process it it is tempting to try and close a role off because it's better to have a bum on the seat than nobody in post. But invariably, you, you come to regret those decisions in the medium and long term. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I'd say, yeah, never ever compromise on talent. And I, I think the other one for us is 
Um, at times, we've been slow to invest in the environment um, in which, and we've, we've put a massive effort in now in terms of in uh, office, fantastic, yeah, in terms of yeah, office environment and the yeah. and the, the, the kind of the um, you know the kind of the trimmings that go with that, and uh, you know we've invested a lot in the office environment, um, in um, things like uh, just out of work, um, social activities, uh, sporting activities, and you know those things are just crucial to building um, strong, um, strong culture, strong team ethos. Um, and in the past, we've, um, we've been sort of so focused on trying to build great products that sometimes it's, it's easy to kind of forget those things. So. Fantastic. Um, and uh, you, know, you, you talked a lot about talent and uh, you, know, you know having great staff. You know, have you got any sort of advice in terms of development of staff? In terms of you know types of you know obviously. You know, it's about getting great people who've got the right sort of attributes and behaviours and, and developing them. Have you got any sort of advice on companies looking at developing their their sort of you know top top performers? How you know, you sort of so we we do a we do a lot of um, in-house development. So um, things like taking uh, uh, coaching-based approaches to um, enhancing. Um, I suppose what I mean to call it, like um, whether it's uh, leadership behaviours, uh, team working behaviours. Um, we also do a number of different uh, mentoring programmes. So if we've got somebody who is um, a particularly strong performer within our technology team, then we would look to give them, we would look to educate them uh, in terms of different commercial disciplines because. Uh, when you can understand the challenges and the opportunities that your colleagues and different teams have, then you, know, you have a you have a, a wider view and vision of where the company is going. And so we do a lot of so we do a lot of coaching, which I suppose is um, that's sort of about developing self-awareness and and self-awareness. Yeah, so once you understand yourself, you set your own you set your own goals, you set your own actions for solving those goals. We also do a lot of mentoring as well, which tends to be more um, functional-based um, education programs. Yeah, yeah. And, and those things often are targeted at um, the most talented and the highest-performing staff. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and you know, who, who currently do you get inspired by at the moment? Who, who do you feel sort of? Who, who, who you know, do you have a sort of a, a sort of guiding? You know, some sort of mentor or sort of you know business person you really or it can be any person any in, in society that you really respect or sort of really look up to. Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> you just give me a second. I can't. Um, You're early in the morning. <laughs> um, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I suppose probably I would say. Um, I'd say my team, um, particularly my executive team, got really um, close bond within the five people who run the company. Yeah. Um, and and I think we each um, challenge each other. Um, we also get on really well, and and that kind of relationship 
um, I find inspiring being around really good people. Yeah. Um, but also, also my family. Yeah. Um, uh, so my wife, my children. Um, it's yeah, it's um, building something positive and strong here. Um, obviously, and um, creates a level of security and protection um, for them now and in the future. Right. And it's also, you know, I, I think that, I think that, um, you know, I, I, I don't. We, nothing we've achieved within this business is down to luck. It's all down to hard work. But I, I do. I always feel there's a certain amount of luck in being in the right place at the right time to start this. Yeah. This business, but. Um, Having started it, I think it's it's great to be able to build something really um, positive as an example um, to my kids about what you can achieve just by working hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, finishing off, what what would you like your legacy to be? How would you like to be remembered? Um, I'd like to be remembered um, as having built um, a business which gave lots of people an opportunity um, to achieve and go on to bigger and greater things. So I'd like to build a really positive um, legacy for our staff. Um, but also, um, I would like to think that um, we've helped the millions of people who've used our different services and that equally. With, whilst, whilst we won't necessarily be remembered, um, but the kind of services we provide are and we help people choose the right products, we help them save money, and it tends the role of the intermediary tends to be that once you've done your job, you are forgotten. So I'm not necessarily expecting to be remembered by our consumers, but I certainly hope our legacy will be that um, we've made small but important differences to their lives on a day-to-day yeah. -day basis. Absolutely, yeah. Fantastic. Well, Michael, thank you very much indeed. That's brilliant. Um, thank you very much for your time and the interview. I really appreciate that. Um, I'm from Tours, a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Expert Market Focus podcast. To hear more from this series, subscribe now or head to expertmarket.com forward slash focus.